Hey guys, it's Stacey and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Hey, everybody. It is Stacy and Hutch. Say too much. In fact, Stacy is at a meeting when we recorded this, so she's not here. But Mr. Paul Folger is Hello, here. Hello, my friends. Hello, my friends. I found my way to the podcast. I know. It's uh, pretty crazy to have you in here so early in the morning. It People don't early. know this. We record this at 9, and usually you and I don't work until 1. Yeah. I don't go to work until 2. Jeez. <laughs> Just when we're starting. The later, the better. Uh, we got a, a really good show for you today. Uh, we got snack chat we got to do. We got some foods. Uh, um, new new foods we're going to try. Uh, in fact, I'll show you what we got. I can't wait to see what uh, this is going to be. It is a new Pop-Tart. I love... Ooh, oh, Pop-Tarts. It is <sighs> Eggo Waffle Pop-Tart. Eggo Waffle? Yes. Wow. They actually have what? Is that a... Uh, Argyle pattern on the front yeah, of it? Yeah, they do, actually. Wow. I don't nice. know if that's the, supposed to be the butter. This better, look this, better look, look this way because the package looks really awesome. Yeah, doesn't it? It looks really good. So we're going to see if it tastes actually like a, a, a egg or a Pop-Tart tastes like a waffle. Where's the toaster? You have you toast yours? You're supposed to toast them. Yeah, whatever. What are you talking about? Yeah, this uh, is what, this is a, it's called a Pop-Tart. Yeah. Pop out of the toaster. Right? Oh, that's what that means. Yeah. I mean... No, it's a tart. No, pop tart. Oh, whatever. So, I and mean, then another breakfast fine. item. What? Well, These are new. it's early. I already opened them. Sweet biscuits with honey butter. Yeah, you're a biscuit that's another, guy. That's another baking item. Is that right. going to be raw dough? No. You, oh. No, we don't bake them. They're in pouches. You what? just pop them in your mouth. So we'll Cold? do that. Yeah. Well, they're not cold. I mean, they're not cold. They're, okay. You know. I'm excited. I'll Listen, I'll eat anything. Let's introduce our podcast producer, Mr. Ross. Hey, hey, Ross. Yeah. Hey, I made it back for round two. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's surprising that you actually enjoyed the first one. I don't know if you enjoyed it, but you had to come back. To I enjoyed one. the treats. Uh, there you go. Well, we got more <laughs> coming up for you here in just a second. Uh, but first, we're really excited to talk with... Uh, this guy, he left the business after 25 years of TV. You know all about this, you know. Yeah. It's crazy that he just got up and left to start something new. So we had an interview and talked earlier with Eric Perkins, from, formerly from Care 11, and uh, had a great conversation. So check it out right now. All right. We are here with Mr. Eric Perkins, formerly of Care 11. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining uh, Paul and I. Stacy's out, so you got two dudes just staring yeah. at your face. We're just hanging. That's that's always that's always the toughest because like you know it was like I remember when I'd go out on stories and like you go to a town and people were all excited that Carol Evan was there and they they'd ask is Belinda coming and like, no it's just me and then they were ah uh, I'm familiar with, with that uh, without <laughs> Stacy it's kind of like ah uh, no I'm just kidding Paul it's great to meet you Good it's to nice see to see you Bert um, no glad we're dialing this in. You know, um, when you said and announced you were leaving Care 11 after 25 years and you said, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, you know, in my head, I'm going, that's just a typical TV guy. He has every plan set out. He knows what he's doing. And it's because of contracts. It's because of something. When you left Care 11, I, I thought it was kind of abrupt, even though you gave like a couple of months notice. Um, did you know what you're doing? You didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> 
that's the beauty of this whole thing is that yeah that that was that was kind of like this great notion is that there was uh, definitely a plan in place and and uh and that we were just waiting six months for the non-compete to end and then i'd be joining fox nine or kstp <laughs> or something like that but it, no it didn't it, it uh that was that was never the the plan the plan was to um you, you know depart gracefully from a place that i i had a great run at and that i have no burnt bridges over um, and that gave me so many great opportunities to kind of establish myself in this marketplace. And, and I'm, I, I didn't, I, I left without, um, without much of a, a succinct or definitive plan. It was just sort of like, uh, all right, I'm going to cast a wide net and figure out what else is out there. But I just know this, um, this job and this role has run its course. And I, it took, it took a couple of years to really hone in on that and identify that. Um, as my heart not being totally in the job anymore. And from that point on, it, it made it it made it a lot easier to make that decision. Um, obviously, there's some trepidation and, and some some angst and anxiety when it comes to just leaving without a plan or without any kind of landing spot in place. But um, I'm, I've been really encouraged by what what I've found out there. And uh, it's 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 an exciting time for sure. I think sometimes, Perk, when you think your heart, you say my heart is not in that place. I think maybe what's happening is it's the next calling for you where you're like, okay, there is something else I've got to do. There's something else that's next. And it's just figuring out, okay, where is that spot? Because sometimes you don't know until all of a sudden you look up and you're there and this is the place I need to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, honestly, Paul, like there's this, you know, obviously there's the talk of the great resignation and a lot of people getting their perspectives realigned in, in that time of COVID when a lot of people were working from home and maybe reevaluating what, what was important in their lives. But I also think that like, you know, it's, it's just sort of like, that's all I've done is is television and local television. Frankly, I mean, really, it was. It, I, I was in Tupelo, I was in Memphis, and then I was here in the Twin Cities. And I, I, I mean, when it was all said and done, it added up to about thirty years. I mean, and it's just sort of like it was like you challenge yourself so much and find ways to evolve. But over time, it just was like, okay, I've, there's there's such a been there done that with all this now, and it was a giant hamster wheel that that left me no no sense of passion anymore, and it was like kind of like, I I'm just thrilled that I was able to kind of really find an exit strategy and 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 get out while I could because. Um, like I said, I did love it, but it was just like, there's, it's all I'd ever done. And, and there's so many things that I still kind of want to experience and, and ways that I want to flex and I want to, you know, get out there and, and try different muscles or whatnot. And I just, I don't know, the, the, the thought of like, you know, dwindling sports cast times. Um, I was getting two minutes every night um, in the in the final six months there, and we were, you know, kicked to the curb to the end of the, the newscast. And it was just like... <laughs> It, the prioritization of sports it, it was was dwindling more and more, despite the fact that we have such an unbelievable and rich sports market that it was just there was some frustration there. I'm not going to lie. What what happens when you okay in your mind you're like I'm going to make the decision to leave something I'm so familiar with and then go into a whole I, I, it's not really a new area for you I don't think uh, but content creation is is different than what you were doing you know the two minutes or you know spending time watching sports and moving into this new new area which um, is got to be crazy but also scary at the time because it's not like you're going from one job to another salaried job you're going to a whole new place where you got to create your own income 
and it all relies on you. Yeah. <laughs> Was, did, did I scare you a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's that's been eye opening and super fun and super challenging. But like it's like I, I didn't I didn't even know that it was content creation that I wanted to go in for sure. Um, it was just kind of like I, when I say I cast a wide net, I cast a wide net. I mean, I was I was meeting with a lot of different people in a lot of different s- sectors and industries. And and I just kept leaning back into that creative and 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 into I mean, that's that's my happy place is, is being creative and, and developing content, collaborating um, with like minded people and coming up with great storytelling and great ways to share messages and, and whatnot. And I, you know, I'm not one of these sports guys that is a total sports guy. I'm not one of these guys that listens to K fan ad nauseum and, you know, breaks down the third string cornerback situation of the Vikings. I'm just not, I just, I've never been that way. And I, I just, I, you know, do I know sports? Absolutely. Do, do I love sports? Absolutely. Uh, do I love play and recreation for sure? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there was, there was definitely a, uh, you know, that was definitely my lane in a lot of ways, but, but ultimately it was, wasn't like my absolute calling. I didn't have to stay in sports. I didn't, I didn't love it that much. And frankly, you know, having covered as much as I did over the years, I think the only thing that I left on the table was the Vikings not winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> was the only thing that I really wanted to see that I was really hoping I'd get to see, especially in 2019, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so now with content creation, what are some of the, the cool things that you've already come upon that you're really excited about? I mean, as you, as you head down this road in this journey. Well, the good thing about it, Paul, is that like there's this sort of like, you know, I, I've assembled a really talented um, crew. I, I have some, you know, incredibly gifted um, storytellers in their own right that I'm aligning with. And, you know, there's, there's ways to tell stories, but then, but then what I also bring to the table, I think with Perkett Play Productions is that without sounding too full of myself is that I, I have my own brand, right? And so companies or, or businesses or nonprofits or, uh, or whoever else can, can not only just align with, with our storytelling capabilities, but they can align with, me as as an endorser or as a brand ambassador or as you know the, you know i can i can kick into perk mode and do some really fun interactive stuff too and uh there's just so many spaces to play in these days whether it's on websites or whether it's in social media or whether it's i mean the, you, do you know what i'm saying i just think that mm-hmm. there's 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 a lot of opportunities with event hosting or public speaking or, or and and you name it it goes down the line and it and it's sort of all fitting under this perk and play productions umbrella Ooh. Ooh. um and, and that's kind of how we're rolling with it all. And I think the expertise that you bring, I mean, as a broadcaster for so many years, is that you're able to go to a company who says, hey, we want to get our message out there. And sometimes it's the most simple thing in their place, in their business, that really tells an amazing story. Because as a storyteller, you're really looking for something that someone else might say, okay, this is kind of mundane. But really, you can make it fun and interesting to other people. And that's where I think the skill of, of doing this for so many years is, is what you can really bring to a table in, in something like this. I couldn't have said it any better. Like, uh, that's absolutely the case. Like, you know, there's there's I, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, 
name the business right now, but but there's one you know organization that I'm working with that has like that does incredible things, but their message is so all over the map and so so muddled, and um and so they've they they've brought me in, enlisted me in the hopes that I can kind of like streamline that story and streamline that message and make it compelling and 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 get it out there in an interesting and captivating way and i think that that's something that we have just been able to sort of master or do so much that we're really good at over the years in the business of of daily news and it's it's just you know we we do it on a literally on a daily basis in local television and it, and it's just like you you have to you have to be able to to present things in a really summative and and interesting way and i think that we that, that's that's definitely part of our craft that we've been gifted with you know one thing i know our company i haven't i you know i don't i don't I haven't worked for tegna or care 11 but i know at least in our company uh one thing that we've been good at is identifying that our business is changing here whether it's tv or radio and i feel like looking at stuff that you've done uh in stuff that care 11 has done um, the business is changing. And if companies don't grow with it or realize that extra digital stuff has to be done, there's extra podcasts that have to be done, and there's extra video vignettes that have to be posted only online for people to see. I mean, you see it on late night shows. Does anyone really watch Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel in its entirety from you know 11 or 1030 on? They don't. We watch James Corden's clips of Carpool Karaoke. And so you kind of identified that and you, you brought it local. Is that kind of where I'm at? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, stuff, uh, stuff is so, is so broken down in digital bytes nowadays. And it's so, you know, uh, the content part of, of that business had, had to evolve and, and is still evolving. I think, I think initially it was like, I think when, you know, when it all started to go that direction, it was like, all right, we got to put more emphasis on Facebook. Let's, let's start doing these Facebook lives and doing all this. And then it was like, wait, now YouTube is, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? We really got to shift towards YouTube. And then it was like, uh, let's, let's try these, uh, let's try these vines and let's try these TikToks and let's try these Instagram lives and Instagram reels and Instagram stories. And it, it was just like, kind of like the, next thing you know it, we're we're just feeding so many beasts and and spreading ourselves all over the place let's face it and and our our workload probably grew exponentially and <laughs> and oftentimes in this business salaries didn't always match up with that <laughs> do you do you miss it um, no, I don't. I I no, I, I'm, I'm being to 100% frank. I've been asked that several times and I just, I don't, there's, there's not much I, I do miss about it at all. Other than some of the great people that I was worked with, that I worked with there. Um, I, 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 I didn't know. I thought maybe I would, I thought maybe, you know, um, oh shoot, when spring training rolls around, I would love to be with the twins again down in Fort Myers. I mean, that's a good gig. Don't get me wrong, but I, there's just so little about, I think when it really hit me that I didn't miss it was when the Vikings lost on the road mm -hmm. in Glendale, Arizona, when Greg Joseph missed a field goal to beat the Cardinals in week, whatever it was. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I, I, uh, I would have to be in, in that locker room right now trying to talk to a dejected kicker and, <laughs> yeah. and turn it around for a, for a live shot a couple hours later. <laughs> How does whatever. that feel? You know, well, yeah. what do you I'm think? Instead, yeah. I'm actually, I'm on my couch, right? Watching an HD, um, eating nachos and, and just hanging out with my kids. And it was just the, uh, this is this is a lot better and this is like it's nice to have my sundays back 
Is, sure. is Randy like, Shaver more pretty in HD or in person? <laughs> which which one do you agree with there? I'll say this. He is he he still has had unflappable hair over the years. <laughs> um, Randy is Randy's the man. I'm not gonna I'm, yeah. It's he's, the wish we all want. Doing a first, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Perfect hair. You know, when when you talk about this and, and I think, Perk, this is the thing that you have done for so many years. You've been able to connect with people because beyond, you know, you you as a sports person sitting there in front of the camera, it's really this perk at play that has has made it for viewers in a way and the people that to get to know you that that they're like, hey, I know something else about this guy. And I think that's what's really important in in a message when you're working with these companies, that you're trying to help them get that message out and say, look, people want to know more than, well, we sell trinkets. Why do we sell trinkets? Yeah. Well, it's really getting that con- connection of like, okay, you sell, we sell these trinkets to you because they're enhancing your life and they're going to bring it with you and you're, you're going to know something about it. And I think that's what Perk at Play, when I go back and I looked at, at, at some of your old videos, you get to know that God, this guy, he does this. He's not afraid to, to step out of the box and do something kind of fun. And that's what people want to see is that authenticity so much right now. That's so sweet, Paul. I, yeah, no, thanks for saying that. I, you know, one of the things that like uh, the, one of my best compliments I had ever received was when somebody would, would say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't even watch sports and I love watching you. I, I mean, that was like, you know, I don't even care about sports, but, but my wife loves, loves watching you. And it was just kind of like, Oh my God, that's, that's awesome right there. Because yeah. I think that, um, that means that I'm, I'm reaching that wider audience and, and, and a deeper demographic. And frankly, um, I think that there's this also this fine line you walk in, in the sports world is that, yeah, I can do this fun clown show, goofy kind of things. And let's face it, I made a pretty good run at that. But I also, you know, in sports, there's also like a lot of serious stories and a lot of like heartbreaking stories too. And, and, and so we have to kind of walk that line and know, know where that line is and, and kind of um, be really versatile in that regard as, as you do as a news guy too, I know. And, and I'm, I'm sure Hutch does on the radio too. It's just kind of like you, you learn how to balance, you learn how to be diverse, you learn how to speak on many levels. And I think that ultimately is going to serve me really well in this next chapter with Perk and Play Productions is that, is that, yeah, I can, I can present things in a really fun way and engaging um, but I can also, you know, stay on message and stay on brand and get the get the nuts and bolts across and, and get the who, what, why, where, when and, and but also have fun with it. So I think that that learning those balances over time has has served me well, too. How hard is it to know that whatever you do on whether it's broadcast or once you put something out or you do something live uh, that it's out there forever? Because. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, uh, you know, when you fell asleep on TV <laughs> after a really long day, that lives forever. I didn't even know about it until Stacy said, "Hey, did you know this happened?" You know, and it's and, fun. and yeah. so so tell tell us about what happened there and how do you feel about all this living on this digital space where you can't take it back. Yeah, and, you know, here's the thing is that, and I'll I'll address that sleeping incident here in a sec. But like, what I learned over a long time ago was um, that I had to stop caring so much about what people thought of me, and I just had to like live this authentic, true uh, personality on TV and and do the work that I wanted to do, do it that my bosses were happy. Was it because uh, of that but, moment? 
or did you no, find that I mean, out earlier? Just, no, I just I just discovered that earlier is when I started to get emails from haters or whatever. But like, you know, I just like I, I just think that like there's you're never going to please everybody. Right. I mean, there's always people out there that are going to be detractors or not like your vibe or not like your style or not like your hair in my case. But, there, you know, there's there ultimately you just have to say, all right, well, what am I doing this for? I mean, because I'm not going to I'm not going to please 100 percent of the population. So I'm just going to do the best work I can and and go from there. And I think once that once I kind of came to terms with that, uh, it was a lot more liberating. I was a lot, I was able to let a lot more stuff fly and throw a lot more stuff at the wall. As far as the sleeping on camera thing went, um, yeah, that ended up, dude, that ended up on like Anderson Cooper had that on CNN, it's on the, all these crazy ways. So what happened on that was that it was, and this is what I don't tell people as, and well, I do, I'll tell people that asked, but like, it was a bit. It was 100% a bit. It was was daylight savings time. Daylight savings time. And so we were... We were, we're, we were springing forward and Sven was doing the weather. And I, I told Rena, I go, I'm going to, I'm going to pretend like I'm asleep since we're already losing an hour <laughs> because so like, I'm just, I'm getting a head start on my sleep because this was a 10 o'clock news. And so like, I was thinking in my head, well, it's actually like 1115 now. So I'm going to, I'm going to start dozing off. And she's like, okay, whatever. And then uh, so I did. And then, and then she played right along with it on camera and acted like I was asleep. And then like, um, and then, you know, I sold it and then I then I snapped out of it and said, oh, no. And that's the part that got cut off um, from all those clips that were out there. And, and, and I think I sold it a little bit too well because obviously. Rena played it up amazingly. I mean, she yeah. she could have gotten an Academy Award with you. Oh, I my mean, gosh. It was yeah. it was she did a really good job because Stacey and I were looking at that and we're like, oh, my God, like he totally must be overworked. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was 100 percent a bit. But I just kind of like didn't really tell a lot of people that because I liked the traction that it was getting. <laughs> it was good. It was. It, listen, it worked. Yeah. It worked. Oh uh, man, we're so excited for you. I've always, since I moved here in 2006, I've always enjoyed watching you. I mean, now I enjoy watching Paul Folger because he's sitting next to me. Yes. Uh, sure. And I get paid from the same company that employs him. So um, I, I can't wait. I know you uh, recently uh, got your uh, first big client. So congratulations on that one. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be teaming up with 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 Gens Ryan and doing a lot of stuff for them. And and I'm I'm frankly working on several others. So it's 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 an exciting time for sure right now. My my favorite and comment again, was anybody, on Instagram when someone said, "Are you going to be installing water heaters?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a great skill, man. There's a lot of money in that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but percaplay.com if I can plug my website yeah. and and uh, and yeah, that's that's where people can reach us if they want to team up and align with us. And and uh, and anything goes. We're, we're open and 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 willing to take just about any kind of meeting about it. But yeah, um, kudos to you, Stacy and Hutch. I listen to you guys all the time on the afternoons show. I think you guys are awesome. We and, will uh, uh, we'll get you in to play smarter than Stacy. You're welcome in the show anytime, bud. <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> I don't know. She's like sneaky smart sometimes, but then uh, then there's other times where it's just like, oh my god, Stacy. <laughs> man we can uh and, and of course rank you too we should talk about rank you we started a podcast yeah it was just like so yeah thanks it, the, it's called rank you very much i'm doing it with paul fletcher from cities 97 who's awesome and i'm we're also teaming up with ellie mark who's the reigning miss minnesota um and we're we're basically just cranking out a bunch of uh podcasts every week called rank you very much and it's in in it we rank everything from 
best things to put on a cheeseburger to best Taylor Swift songs. And like, we just have fun with it. It's like, there's look, there's a lot of like true crime and heavy stuff out there, but we just, we wanted something light that you can, you know, plug in quick while you're running your kids to soccer or whatever and have fun with it. And then, so yeah, check it out. It's rank you pod on all the social platforms and uh, it's rank you very much on the podcast. I love it. We can't wait to see what uh, you're going to do coming up and uh, follow all your socials and all that stuff. So it's good to see you back on, uh, I guess, the screen again, really. Yeah, you, I even shaved for this, bro. Really? Wow. Look at you. Yeah. That's pretty important. Yeah. I, I See, I figured once you leave TV, you're not sh- You're doing the David Letterman thing, but you really haven't. It's so awesome. No, dude. Well, I am wearing jammies. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we see. You know now we see. Yeah. You know how it is, Paul. <laughs> I know. Hey, man, thanks. We can't uh, wait to talk to you again or get you in studio. All right, man? All right. Hey, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Yeah. All the fine folks at Hubbard, I say hi. We will. Yeah. See you, Perk. So that was a great conversation with Eric. Like, yeah. I, I, could you even imagine you just getting up and leaving and trying to start something on your own? I mean... Scary. It would be very daunting to do something like that. So, you know, you just have to say, okay, this is the next thing in life. This is what I want to do. And I think uh, taking the courage to do that is really one of the biggest steps. You just yeah. got to go, okay, I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. you pull off the Band-Aid and go for it. It's it's insane. So yeah. can't wait to see what uh, comes from him yeah. in the future. Indeed. All right. So are you nervous now? Because we got to play a trivia game. <sighs> Listen, is it going to be hard? Sure. It's Whatever. called Pass or Play. Oh, so I can... Pass or Play, Pass or Play, let's play this game. I don't know how she sang it. I... <laughs> Stacy sang the intro. You know what we need to do, Hutch? What? When we know she's not going to be here, we should pre-record her yeah. singing this for us. Yeah, I, I totally forgot to get it, but I, I forgot how she did it. All right, so here's how Pass or Play works. Okay. Pass or Play is uh, one of those games where you may know or may not know the answer, but that doesn't really matter. What matters is getting the point. So if you don't think you know the answer or you definitely don't know it, you can pass it to me. But know that if you pass it to me, if I get it right, I get the point. If I don't get it right, you get the point. Oh, if you get it wrong. Oh, so so you have to read my face. Not knowing. Correct. Okay. So you may have like lose at this. I just want you to know. Okay. All right. Well, you may think. I think I know this answer, but Hutch definitely doesn't know it. I'm going to pass it to him. Okay. Or if you think I may know it, you might want to keep it and guess yourself. I have years of wisdom on my side in this, so get ready (laughs) because I'm older than you. Not that by by that much. Well, I'm just saying. Just the gray hair makes you look a little older to my advantage. All right. Okay. All right, Ross. We are going to start with pass or play. Here is the first question. Question number we'll, one. We'll have Paul start. Okay. Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian recently said I do in Las Vegas. When Blink-182 was on hiatus before reforming, minus my guy Tom DeLonge, who went off to form his own band and chase aliens and, by the way, find them, co-Blink-182 frontman Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker they created another band, which included the briefly charting hit, When Your Heart Stops Beating. Can you name the name of that band? Now, is my face bluffing? Do well, I know it? I can tell you that Travis Barker saves a lot of money on shirts. 
because that man has more tattoos than anyone I have ever seen. And he never wears a shirt, ever. Can you turn on the music a little bit? Ever. It's yeah. really loud in my head. Okay, there Thank you go. Oh, that that was okay. You you were hearing that music too. I thought it was just in my no, head. No, I hear it oh, too. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I was like because I was really feeling a lot of pressure right there. Well, you still feel the pressure because it's still I, there. Are you going to play? You're going to pass. Oh, oh yes. Um, I'm going to pass. The band's name was. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm going to say Good Charlotte. It's not Good Charlotte, but I'm going to say Good Charlotte. The band's name mm-hmm. was Plus 44. God, that was a hard question. I didn't even know. I you did, told me to make a plus know. That was really hard. Okay. Okay. I think there's some easier ones in here, by the way. So I, that one was hard. Paul gets the point. Yeah. Oh, by the way, all-time stats, you lead this game one to nothing over Stacy because okay. you won last. So okay. you're playing for Stacy. Okay. Oh, the pressure is on now because, I don't know, smarter than Stacy, she wins a lot of things. Question number two goes to me. This former NBA champion, TV analyst, and movie star is now a cookbook author with the release earlier this week of blank family style championship recipes for feeding family and friends. Who is the blank in that title? Hutch, pass, or play? I think I know who it is, but I feel like Paul only has one person to guess, and I think he may be right. So I'm going to play. Okay. I'm going to say Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah! <laughs> it is gonna... Shaquille O'Neal. Would you have guessed Shaq? I would not have, but I really wish the camera had been tight on me because I gave you that look. <laughs> I gave you the game show look, <laughs> man. I, I thought you I, knew I, it. I, I like looked up. I looked up at you like, you're never going to get this. <sighs> we need a tight shot on this. We can get a tight shot. Like, do you? Oh, you! I see. Uh, sorry. You want a tight shot on Paul during this game? That is me missing the cue. My apologies. There we go. Can you at least give him that look again? Yeah, do the look. Look. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you got to watch the podcast on YouTube. Love it. All right. Question goes to Paul now. And uh, mind you, I did not know that Paul was in for Stacy today. So okay. he may oh, okay. have a bit of an inside track here. Oh. He may. Oh, gosh. <laughs> KSTP Channel 5 meteorologist Ken Barlow celebrated his 60th birthday this week. Happy belated birthday, Ken. His birthday and the on and off again snowfall this week got me thinking about something. So I went right to Mr. Barlow himself via the email machine. Using average snowfalls for each month, how many months on average have more snowfall than April? Pass or play? Do you want a number? I want a number. So technically, there's 12 months in the year. You know, it's not April. So more snowfall than April. Well, we're both going to get. I think this is a guess from from both of us. Yeah, I'll Um, be honest with you. Yeah, it'd be a guess for me. So you might as well play. I, I'll play. Yeah, because yeah, I'll play. I'm going to say, how many months have more snowfall than April? And I'm going to say three. Oh, that was going to be my guess, too. Uh, Probably zero. It probably has the most. No, the answer is actually five months. Whoa. January, February, March, November, and December. 
Wow. I won't wow. bore everybody, but if I was to get pushback or questions on this, I took the email from Ken and saved it. I, I have no reason not to believe you. Happy birthday, Ken. <laughs> Happy belated birthday, Ken. All right, question number four. It's to me. Perbabycenter.com. <laughs> We have the top, very reputable source, by the way. Okay. We have the top five boys and girls names of 2021. Can you name one of the top three boys or girls names in 2021? Pass or play? See, we do this stuff on my show. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that look. <laughs> Paul acts <laughs> like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, we're going to zoom in on that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also guessing they probably do it on the news as well. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of, Paul Folger kind of has like the, uh, who who's the investigative like nightline reporter? Who would that be? Oh, oh, you're talking about. I was going to say like I, Keith Morrison, but that's yeah. on the competition. Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs. Oh, I loved Hugh Downs. Um, you know what? We're in touch, so you be in touch. I'm going to be. And that's 2020. I don't want anyone touching me. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm just for, just to win the game, because if I get this correct, I win the game. Correct. Yeah. It's two to one right now. I'm going to pass it, because I don't want to get it wrong, because I have no idea. Well, the word is Trevor. Oh, you're just literally He's going gonna right say into it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let me double check. I'm sorry, Paul. Ah! I was hoping I could just win it with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I said it like I just knew it. Totally knew it. What are they? Uh, you, uh, the, I actually have the top five. So okay, for fine. girls, Olivia is number one. That's a good one. Followed by Emma, Amelia, mm-hmm. Ava, and Sophia. Okay. okay. Would have never guessed any of those. None. For None. boys. Yeah. And I have heard a few of these, mainly the boy names I've heard. Uh, Liam. Liam. Noah. Noah. Oliver. Elijah. And Lucas. I would have never <sighs> guessed any of those. I, I should mean, have take Oliver, taken Oliver because that's Lindsey Brown's new son. His name oh, is, is it? Oh, yeah. you should have. Oh, she's going like, to be so mad at you. I know. Oh. Do we save question five we for next week? Because, or do you want it? because guess who won? Me! I'm sorry, Stacy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm 2-0 against Stacy. Yeah, you've got to... Stacy's going to be mad at you. I know. I'm she might have, have won that one. I don't know. Hey, guess what it's time for? Snack Chat! Yum. Yum, Eggo Waffles. Are you Love hungry? Yes, I am. Yum, 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 yum. Mm. I'm full. All right, so we have. Oh, Rosny here. here See, I think you could eat a heat. These are in a, a, a silver. You guys can have, try one. An aluminum. There you go. Grab one, to Ross. Here, I'll take one of yours. Here. I got one from Andrew, who's right. off camera. But if he wants to come over here, we can throw him on camera for a All quick right. second. Okay. So, so snack chat wave. This is a pop tart that's supposed to taste like an Eggo waffle. It smells like an Eggo. Oh my God! It does. Yeah, it does. All Good right. Job. So we're gonna try it and see. It's brand new from Pop Tarts. Okay. So. Uh, mm. I think I tried it too early. Mm. Mm. So you got to get into the center of it though, because that's where mm. the good stuff is. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like a Pop Tart. Can you guys hear my jaw click on the mic? Hmm. Mm, a little bit. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Well, it doesn't taste. It doesn't taste that much like an egg waffle. 
Right? Yeah. It tastes kind of like a Pop-Tart. <laughs> right. I was hoping for a more waffly taste. Mm. I'm not that I impressed. I don't hate it. Well, what do you think, Ross? It's got a Christmas cookie taste to it. You know, like a, it's not a waffle taste at all. No, and I almost bought these earlier this week too. Well, here you guys can pull them up because I don't want. It's them. the aftertaste where I I really feel the ego coming in. Yeah, you can. Uh, like I'll give them a minute after. I'm like, oh yeah, it does taste. Like here's that. where I'll give them a little bit of credit. I don't mm. know if you can taste the ego, but you can taste the syrupy taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I give them credit for that. I'm disappointed in that one. Uh, next up for snack chat, we have the new mini sweet biscuits honey butter, and the reason we have these is Paul. He's from the South, if you didn't know. I know a good biscuit. And he knows a good biscuit. Now, mm-hmm. these are breakfast biscuits, and you're supposed to just open these and eat them. You don't, okay. I mean, you can probably warm them up, but it never doesn't say it as the directions. Okay. So you guys can grab some, too, as well. I've already tried them. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll give you my oh, opinion so they on come, them. You open the package, and there's more than one. Right. There's, there's like a four. Few in here. They're little tiny biscuits. Yeah. Okay. Show it to your camera once you open it, and then you can see what they look like. Well, they're teeny tiny. I've never seen a biscuit so small <laughs> ever. All right, what okay, you got? Are you ready? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, to me, it was. I was more impressed with the packaging than I was with the taste. I'll take the pop tart. You would? Yeah. I'd rather have the pop tart. It's kind of dry, right? Well, it's a. It's sweet, and for me, you don't like a sweet biscuit in the south. You gotta have a biscuit and gravy and things like that. Well, so it's but a that was your off. name. That was your nickname, Sweet Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just too. It's. Um, what do you think, Ross? It's not the right notes for me. I guess I should have known, but I didn't expect it to be so chewy. Yeah, it's. It seems a little ex- undercooked. Yeah, I was expecting it to be like a biscuit, biscuit. It's but more that, of a doughy kind of yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But then thinking about it, how could you have a prepackaged biscuit? So it would almost have to be the way they did it. Yeah. It's. It's. Mm. It's okay. I like the packaging more. Anytime I see that cute little doughboy, I buy it. That's my problem. Yeah. All right. We got some uh, food news for you here. Uh, we talked about this on the show. Do you remember Coca Cola Starlight? Uh, yes. I actually have some in my refrigerator as we speak. Well, get ready for a new type of pop from Coca Cola. It's called Coca Cola Zero Sugar Bite, B Y T E. Yeah. It's supposed to taste like pixels. Pixels. Back to well, you, Paul. Starlight tasted like space, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, and I tried it, and it it kind of sm- smelled and like cotton candy to me. Uh, but bite, bite is supposed to taste like pixels. Now you can't get this what one in stores. Okay, you have to order it online. Oh, that's from Coca Cola. I know, way too much. Work. But it's limited edition as well. But I'm curious as to what pixels taste like. Mm, I don't know. I know what. Are they are they pixie sticks? No, pixels. Like, but I know what a pixie stick tastes like. Isn't that the straight sugar? Yeah, it's, it has nothing to do with that, Paul. Fine. <laughs> we could put that in a Coca-Cola. Have you ever been to the Masters? No. You know, got underway recently. But yeah. one of the most famous thing about the Masters, if you went, was the Georgia Peach, peach Ice Cream Sandwiches. Yum. They're not going to be available this year at the Masters. What do they say is the reason? The supply chain issues. And we had just talked about that with our <sighs> cook in the cafeteria. I feel like this is... Onion rings... And chocolate chip cookie dough are also hard to get. Who doesn't love an onion ring? The new Pepsi flavor, if we're speaking of pop, maple syrup flavor. Oh, well, that would be a good breakfast drink. 
What See, you, d- a dessert yes. type of soda? I mean, a lot of people drink soda for breakfast. I'm okay with that. I drink iced tea for breakfast after my se- my second coffee. You mm. have that with your Eggo Pop-Tart. Yeah. Oh, that's too it's, much syrup. That is way too much syrup. You would be bouncing off the wall. Uh, what's, you, the, what's the line in Elf? Do you like maple syrup? Only you, you would, only you would know quotes from Alf. That is way back. Oh, my God. Alf. Excellent. Um, Burger King is being sued by someone claiming their commercials show their burgers much bigger than they actually are. False advertising. Well, our they probably have a big screener at home so are huge. Big. I mean, <laughs> on television, I look at myself on a 48-inch screen, and I'm like, gosh, my head is huge. It's like twice the same. And finally, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, uh, formerly, is he still with the Red Sox, or is he... Recently retired. Recently retired. He was shot. What? Right? Yeah, he was. I thought he was. He was shot in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> when you said that, oh, I, yeah, I thought. Yeah, 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 remember yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was. He was shot in the chest. I now. When you said that just now, I'm like again. Oh no! Re- <laughs> in the past, um, he is introduced. He's not retired completely. He's introduced his own whiskey. Hmm. And what makes it so special is that the whiskey is aged not in barrels. But from his baseball bats, wood from his baseball bats oh. is how the whiskey is aged. It's 100% rye whiskey, and it's uh, aged for six years in American oak before being finished for six weeks in barrels containing his um, maple wood bats. Uh, I wonder if he just throws the bats down in the bucket. Must. That work? Yeah, it must. He must just throw he, a bat you, in a bucket. Do you make the... the? You mix it with the bat? I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I mean, do, do, do they make? Do they take the bat? <laughs> is it just stirred with the bat all the time, or do you take? I think all the bats and put them together in, to in a like barrel? a bat. Yeah, barrel. No, apparently it's not a bat barrel. Okay, um, but because it's aged for six years in regular barrels, then it's wood from his baseball bat. In I, I don't know if it's in. I don't know. But here's what it is: it's bottled, and then it's ninety six point five six proof. Oh, that's 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 decently strong. <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Well, there you go. All right, hey Paul, you, appreciate you joining us, man. My pleasure, anytime. You know, uh, by the way, Paul, if you want to uh, plug anything you got going on, now's the time to do. You got Instagram, you got TikTok, you got all the things. Oh yeah, it's all Paul Folger. So that's the easiest way to How find it. How are you it. able to get that, Nate? Like I jumped on them early, uh, you know. Or I think my Instagram might be altogether Paul Folger, all lowercase. Okay. And it's not Folgers. You it's know. Folger. It's Folger. And, of course, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. You are on anytime after 2, basically, with yeah. Kevin and Lindsay. Yeah, the evening news. All so, right. yeah. There you go. 5, 6, 10. Nightcast and... 10 o'clock nightcast, all those things. See you on the news. Yes, we will see Paul Folger at Channel 5 Eyewitness News. And Stacey will be back with us, we think, next week. If not, it's Paul Folger. He's going to lose for her again on Pastor Play. (laughs) Can't wait to tell her this one. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. You can also catch out, uh, watch this whole podcast on our KS95 YouTube channel. Just search KS95 Vids, and you can find us there. Uh, It's more, uh, it's better to watch it just because of Paul Folger's faces. We'll see you guys next time. Stacey, not to say too much. Bye.